Palmdale by uh, Afro Man, huh, John? Oh, yeah, you know it. Any particular reason behind this song? Just like bums, we used to Secretly, I was hoping that Rob Gronkowski would love this song, too. Like, maybe he used to rock out to it in his younger days, and that we'd, like, be able to connect right off the bat by him liking the song. You see this as a Gronk favorite? Uh, not a favorite. I was hoping to find something that was kind of under the radar, that he'd be like, damn, I used to I used to really jam that in my, in my youth. Well, let's find out what he used to jam in his youth by as we speak to the uh, one and only Rob Gronkowski and his brother, Chris. Rob, thank you very much for being here. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem, man. I mean, what what song was that? That was from like the nineties. Like, like I don't know. I was like two years old when yeah. I was in the nineties. He's a he's a young kid, John. I, We're I, old dudes. I think he was oh four actually. I'm a young buck. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was four, five, six. Oh man, oh, no, I feel old. Yeah, you should. And let's welcome your brother uh, Chris to the uh, show right here. Chris, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up? Yeah. All right, the Gronk Bros in the house. Uh, you guys have any messages you want to send to each other first? You want to catch up on anything before we get into the interview? Yeah, I just I just want to let him know that actually I had to run out of my workout and get to this interview. That's how hard I was working for this upcoming Stadium Blitz Saturday night. My brother, yeah, Chris, you got first place last time, but who got second? I did. So if you're not training this week, I was. I might catch up, so hopefully you were training. I'm not sure. Were you? Come on, man. <laughs> on my video, and you know who's gonna yeah, win. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hey, yeah, I, I know he was training. He's gonna probably get first place. I'm gonna hype him up, Chris. You're the best runner. You're the strongest. You're gonna get first place again. You know, so you know, so as long as I beat Dan, I'll be all right. So uh, I'm taking okay, it then that we now we're talking. Chris is probably the most athletic Gronkowski brother. Is that what I'm getting from all of this? Yeah, it's kind of a benefit to be shorter, and I'm the shortest, so huh. that definitely helps, especially when you're swinging on the ring. Oh, so height. Yeah, he is. The sh- he's got the. It's true. He's the shortest everywhere. well hopefully that won't come into play at stadium blitz this weekend at raymond james on saturday doors open at three start time is at five o'clock and this is a gamified 5k obstacle course race series taking place at raymond james this saturday october 26 chris what's your key to defending your honor in this event Man, it's it's all about just that endurance, and that's what I've been preparing for. You know, we're we're all about short distance and uh, you know training for football and sports. It was tough going out there the first time and, and running long distance, so I really had to put a new focus on training. And uh, I think I'm ready for it. So you got to be ready to to climb those stairs for you know 35 minutes straight. And oh. it's game time now. All right, and, and Rob, you're a you're a TV analyst now, no longer a uh, professional athlete. Uh, maybe you've gotten a little soft on the workouts. Yeah, you know, um, if there was a station uh, in the middle of the 5K that could run your mouth, I would definitely win that station. Yeah. I run my mouth now. <laughs> my mouth has a great workout. My jaw, my jaw lines are trimming up. I'm starting to look smooth, sexy in the face, just because I'd be running my mouth all day. But uh, and you're trying to say I I'm getting soft on my workouts. You know, that's a little harsh, so we'll see what I have. I mean, I'm still working out, maybe, but we'll see, you know. <laughs> I love the Gronkowski brothers. They're uh, they're in separate states right now. They'll be assembling in Tampa at the Raymond James this weekend, and there's even an after party at American Social, which is a really nice spot uh, to have an after party. I think that's when the real competition takes place for the Gronkowski brothers. Am I right, guys? 
Oh, it used to be. Oh, yeah. Now? No, oh, it used, yeah, it used to be. Yeah, it, it used to be because uh, that's when my brothers could move and dance, but I'm the only one that can still dance, though, and, and still groove and still bust the moves and move my hips left and right, move them forward, move them backwards, bend down to the ground, shake the booty. You know, that's what I can do. So they know there's no competition on the dance floor because Robbie G is the number one dancer. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. We got to bring Gordy G into the into the play on that one because he still got some moves too. All right, yeah, that's true. Gordy G's a really good dancer too. I was just gassing myself up, you know, because <laughs> you're the grunt. I lost the last one. Uh, now yeah, I don't, you know, and I and I'm an analyst now. So yep. as an analyst, I'm I'm giving you some tips. You just got to run your mouth and you become a good analyst. So All right. I just fucking smack now. Even though I probably won't win, I'm just gonna still say I'm gonna take first place because that's what I do. That's my job now. I like it, getting first place. Uh, Micah Rotunda is on our show, and she's about to blow your minds, guys, because Micah's dad has a connection to your dad, and I don't even know if you're aware of this or not. Are you aware of your dad's connection to Micah's dad, Mike Rotunda? Absolutely. The IRS man in the building. I used to watch him back in the day, late from SmackDown. (laughs) Well, that's my father. So a couple of years ago, I remember – Whenever my brother moved in with Dean, a.k.a. Mojo Mojo Rowley, after he signed with the WWE, and I became aware of our father's uh, friendship from Syracuse where they were roommates at summer camp. And then they, I guess they recircled. And then next thing you know, Mojo got an audition with WWE and then signed. I think because of you connecting our fathers, I don't even know how it all happened, but our dads go way back. Yes, our father yeah, do. do go way back, and yes, my dad, my dad definitely did lay that connection down, uh, definitely. Because Mojo, we just felt like he would be a great fit for it, and uh, you know, luckily enough that my dad knows your dad from college. I'm pretty sure it was from back in the day, so uh, it was very nice of them to set it up. And you know, Mojo just took it from there, and he's doing well now. He's been in the WWE for like four or five. What is it, five years, six yeah. years? So it's pretty, something special, definitely. It's a good story. Heck yeah, we're speaking with the Gronkowski brothers, Rob and Chris, about Stadium Blitz taking place this Saturday at Raymond James Stadium. John Senning, what you got for these guys? Yeah, Rob Gronkowski, got a question for you. So a few years back, right here in Orlando, uh, you got a little physical at WrestleMania. You obviously have a love for wrestling. I know you're busy with Fox right now, but uh, do you have any plans to get into the ring or, or make a return to the WWE anytime soon? Wow, you want to know something? That's actually, you know, a great question. Great question. But uh, at um, at our stadium blitz, that's a great idea because we have 15 obstacles at our stadium blitz, and thinking about it, one of them should be a ring mm-hmm. in the middle of the 5K, and you got to bounce off the ring, bounce off the ropes, maybe do a couple little jumps, a couple little smackdowns, maybe a Stone Cold Steve Austin stunner on your friend, and then you got to keep running. So that's a great idea. Something I could get practicing too, but you never know. I mean, I'm I'm down for it eventually. Uh, right now, you know, just doing the stuff, taking care of my body, getting my body to feel good. But down in the future, next year, possibly there could be something, man. I got a question for Chris Gronkowski, and uh, it's a great way for me to circumvent asking Rob Gronkowski the question that literally every person is asking Rob Gronkowski right now. Chris, if I need a little help on my tight end position in fantasy football and I'm a desperate guy and I'm looking at the waiver wire, would you say maybe waste a waiver wire move on a guy who might have the same last name as you? And I'm definitely going with a no there. He can't even win in stadium blitz. (laughs) 
how is he going to go on the field and compete at the highest level anymore? Damn, Rob. With no, all he's good at now is now we're talking. Mouth, and that's, that's all I've been hearing. Now, we're, now, now I can bring Chris on as an analyst, too. Now we're talking. <laughs> Rob, Rob, that's got to get a little old, right? I mean, you, Rob, you're paid pretty well to sit in a booth and wear a nice suit and talk about football and be yourself and be open. That's got to be so refreshing when this time of year your peers are bashing each other's bodies into each other. They're all dinged up. How good does it feel to be able to comment on the game? You know, it feels great. Uh you know, it's pretty something pretty cool too. But um, being, you want to know what's special is just being part of the Fox family, man. These guys are just unbelievable. And being with someone like Tony Gonzalez, who I looked up to when I was in high school, man. And now I'm beside him, just breaking down games, breaking down film, and also Michael Strahan, Jake Glazner. Uh, uh, we got so many great people. Terry Bradshaw and stuff. These Howie Long. They've been on. They've been there forever, and they're a great group of guys. It's a great family to be a part of. And What's the best about it is they just let you be yourself. And you just have fun, and you got to do your job. you got to make sure you're doing it right. But at the same time, we're having fun. It's a great family, and I'm proud to be here with Fox, man. You're doing a great job. People seem to love you as well, especially in a society where we love to criticize people on TV. People are welcoming you with open arms, which is wonderful. By the way, registration for the Stadium Blitz Obstacle Course this Saturday at Raymond James Stadium, now open at stadiumblitz.com. Uh, make sure you register. Your registration includes a finisher medal. You get performance race socks by Rock'em Socks, an RFID wristband to track your points earned, and access to the Blitz Zone. There's an after party and everything. Guys, this is going to be really, really cool. Are you getting to town early? Because we're, we're live Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I would do anything, including sending a chauffeur to pick you up and bring you into the studio if you're open to it. Man, I'm going to have to come in early. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, that was a resounding no. Yeah. Early. yeah, it's a hard no. Uh, uh, I'm actually, what's that, Rob? I'm actually flying in Saturday morning, so you know I'm I'm making myself a little bit more challenging because I'm flying off. I'm coming off a plane, then running the stadium blitz for five days. Oh, yeah. So wow. I'm just making it more challenging on me. So <laughs> but I, I I can't make you feel Saturday morning in Tampa, or, or, or else I would love to come into the studio. Yeah, I'm going to take that personally. <laughs> uh, and, and finally, a pop quiz before we let the Gronkowski brothers go. First one to ring in, you can just shout the answer as soon as you know it. It's a very simple pop All quiz. Right. Uh, in oh, what? Don't worry, I'm the I'm the smartest brother. I had the best grades in high school. You got this. In what year? Did man allegedly walk on the moon for the first time? Uh, Lance wow. Armstrong. No, well, it was, who was it? What year? 69. Six, 69 oh, is absolutely. 1969. That's 69 for Chris Gronkowski. That's one for Chris Gronkowski. Yeah. Uh, what year was the Woodstock Festival held in New York? 87. Wow. Uh, 71. That's uh, that's 69, guys. Come on. What temperature? Oh, what 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 did the temperature finally dip to in Tampa for the first time today in over 150 days? 69 degrees. That's absolutely yeah. correct, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. And and finally, the tiebreaker question: In what year was I Drew Argarabo at the age of 50? What year was I born? 
1969. That's Rob Gronkowski with the 69. That's fun for everybody. That's a Gronkowski quiz for you. Listen, guys, as a as a fan of sports and life in general, I love I love the life that you've breathed into it. Chris, a pleasure spending time with you. Rob, same here. I can't wait to see you guys this weekend. I really enjoyed the time together, and congratulations on both of you on all of your success that you're doing. Your parents must be real proud. Thank you, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. That's I will see quick. you guys at Stadium Blitz. Get your tickets now. Come race with us. It's a 5K. It's fun. It's competitive, and uh, it's a good time. So I'll see you guys all Saturday it's night, baby. Sounds great. We'll see you guys there. State is seven and up. Got it. Stadiumblitz.com. We'll see you Saturday. Thank you, Gronk Brothers. Have a great day, and thank you so much for the time. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Gronks, 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 and Gronks. That was fun. They're exactly like you think they would be. They really are. Yeah, that was a. We got, good times. we got maximum Gronkage there. Wow. How friggin' cool were they? That's really cool. I mean, Gronk really honestly seems to be as cool as, as he seems he is. Yeah. Um, Maybe cooler. What an unlikely patriot. Like, if you had to pick all of the coaches that a guy like Gronk could be Gronk under, Bill Belichick would be the last one. I didn't want to say anything, like, during the— Because, yeah. you know, everybody asks these questions, I'm sure. But Mr. No-Personality, Hard-Ass Bill Belichick— there's, there's just no way that uh, that a guy like Gronk should flourish under that guy. Yeah, it was so fun and light. I had so many hard-hitting things, too, because like the conspiracy theory that Jim Harbaugh, Tom Brady, and Gronk are all going to meet up next year with the Jets. Mm. Oh, is that a conspiracy? I've heard it. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Thank you so much to Jen and Jessica from Cracker Jack Media. In my, I am so proud of these young ladies for what they've done uh, from a uh, from a media perspective. It's so good to see good people doing well. And, uh, and the Cracker Jack Media ladies are doing phenomenal work. Once again, stadiumblitz.com. The social handle is at stadiumblitz. Hashtag are you game and uh, you can go check it out. There's even uh, the Blitz Zone, the after party for you and your friends. Hang out at the festival, share stories, entertainment, sponsor swag, and the official Stadium Blitz merchandise. Stores are all available after you cross the finish line and the Blitz Zone will open at 3 p.m. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. You want to get into today's It's Okay, It's Not Okay? Well, we also have our uh, guest on line one as well. She hung up. Oh, she did? Oh, yes. oh sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, what was her name again? Natasha. Natasha. Natasha, if you'd like to call back, we'd certainly love to speak with you. I understand that, uh, well, you know, the lighthearted spirit of the yeah, interview probably yeah. wasn't... Uh, yeah, killed her vibe a little. Uh, yeah, it, it, it did. But she was the uh, the daughter of the 62-year-old gentleman who was caught up in that Sarasota uh, sting. And um, I'd just like to get her perspective. I'm sure she has some very strong opinions on uh, the police perhaps overreaching uh, to arrest uh, her father. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. So today's It's Okay, It's Not Okay. Georgia sheriff's no trick or treat signs trigger lawsuit from sex offenders. Sex offenders have to register, okay? Sex offenders are not allowed to have their lights on for trick or treating. They're not allowed to give out candy at their house because obviously you don't want your kids going to the house of a sex offender. Right. So it's up to you as a parent to inform your kids by doing an FDLE.gov search of your neighborhood to find out where the pervs are and not let your kids go to the house of a convicted sex offender. Is it okay or not okay to post a no trick or treat at this address sign of over 200 sex offenders registered in the county 
during Halloween. Before you say, of course, it's okay, let's remember that you have to register as a sex offender if you're arrested for public indecency. So in other words, let's say, John, you got to take a wee on the way home today and you pull over to the side of the road because you can't quite make it to your bathroom. Police officer drives by and sees you with your you-know-what in your hand and he arrests you and you get booked as a sex offender because there's a kid who could have seen you or did see you. Is it okay for them to publicly humiliate you as a sex offender by putting the sign in your front yard? It, it's tough. I've told the story before when I was an intern in radio and I was very young. I was going to streak at, on the opening day of, of uh, for the Detroit Tigers. We had the tickets bought. Uh, everything was planned out. And the night before, they sent me the number of a lawyer that I was supposed to call if I got arrested. And I called them that night and he said, hey, you know, I realize this is a funny bit and everything. But if they get you, there's a good chance you're going to be a sex offender for the rest of your life. So there's a lot of different things, no matter how innocent they may seem at the time, that will get you put on this list. That being said... I would think that if you can, if you're going to take the time to, you know, look through the sex offenders and put up the signs, you could figure out who has a, a history of of pedophilia or crimes against children and put the put the signs up at, at those houses. Correct, and the uh, what is it, the Romeo Juliet ones as well, where it's a, a guy who's like 24 and the girl's 17. Right. right. That's not, in my opinion, in the same category as someone who preys upon young children. So then what, do we humiliate them in the interest of protecting parents or keeping parents from doing their job? I mean, maybe. I mean, I mean, I don't know if this if I mean, obviously, we're talking about one one area here. But mm. it, but it goes to that general line of thinking that if it if it saved one kid from having something terrible happen to him, was it worth embarrassing a couple people who who weren't innocent? They may have not been touching kids, but they did commit a crime. So, I mean, are, are we looking to save their feelings or or possibly save a kid from having something terrible happen? Great point. Seven, two, seven, five, seven, nine, one, two, five. Sean, what's up? Welcome to Drew Grabo Live. Hey, it's definitely not okay, in my opinion. Not okay. not okay. Tell me why. Well, I look at it like, one, to be charged as a sex offender is different than a predator. I mean, there's different layers there. But just being able to spotlight a person's crime and advertising it, you know, it's just a line you don't want to cross. You don't want to – they're not going around putting up, you know, um, this person murdered somebody sign or this person uh, – is a Scientologist sign or, you know, mm. I just don't want that line crossed for a night, one night of tossing out candy. It just seems a little excessive and uh, extreme to me. Well, well, the thing is, is that your, your logic to me is slightly flawed only because most people that have murdered somebody are probably properly locked up in prison. A lot of these sexual offenders don't spend like extended, extended time in prison. So they end up being amongst children uh in, in neighborhoods where children are so i think this is one of those crimes where from my perspective the punishment doesn't always match up so doing things like this like having them register and things like that is kind of an extra step since a lot of times they're not spending significant time behind bars yep great point john great call sir thank you very much i appreciate it thanks bye thank you 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025 what's up sarah how are you Hey, good. How are you? Awesome. Thank you very much. Are you okay or not okay with uh, with signs being placed in front of sex offenders' houses saying no trick-or-treat at this address? I'm absolutely 100% unequivocally okay with that. And let me That's tell okay. you, you've made a, you've made a mistake. Um, the Romeo and Juliet law 
basically allows those ages, those young ripe ages who accidentally fall in love with each other when it's illegal, to not register as sex ah. offenders. They are an exception to the rule. Got you. So, yeah. Okay, so so they're not sex offenders. They're not registered, so there's no need to put any signs in their yard. Everyone else, yes. And let me tell you this. Mm. When it's hard to prove that case, <laughs> that is most commonly reduced to child abuse. There are mm. a lot more sex offenders out there mm. that have abused but are only charged with child abuse. So, I mean, nail them to the cross. They don't deserve to live anyways, in my opinion. Goodness gracious. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate your passionate opinion and your phone call, 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Destiny, you okay or not okay with signs being placed? Do not trick or treat here uh, in front of sex offenders' homes. Are you Destiny? Nope. Who are you? Okay, you're just going to have to hold on. Hi, Destiny. How are you? I'm doing well, and y'all? Fine. Thank you very much. Are you okay or not okay with this? I'm definitely okay with it. I'm a victim of sexual assault. Um, Therefore, I think it would be great to do it. I don't think people, as in like myself, should do it, but I feel like the police officers who have a little bit more background, like whether they know if they're a predator or just, you know, someone that ran out in their boxer should put them in the yard. That's why I think parents need to be vigilant when it comes to neighborhood searches because you can find out there's a little flyer that tells you what the person did, whether they're a predator, whether they just had their yuts out in an unfortunate way. Are you okay? How have you recovered from it? And uh, and you can share as much or as little as you're comfortable with. I just think it's important that stories get told from survivors like you. Um, I, I think overall, I mean, I've, I've been through therapy and all that, so I mean, it's great, and you know, but other than that, I just, I don't know, it's always so hard, but um, I don't know, I would just, I would definitely be the person that goes online to really check and see what's going on before I even let my kids go trick-or-treating, but then again, you are a parent there with them, so if you see something that makes you uncomfortable, you just walk away. Got you. So is the sign really necessary? I don't know. Would it be better if we put them out? Maybe. Yeah, like John said, if you save one kid from being diddled, then uh, then maybe you're uh, maybe you're doing society a huge favor. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you sharing that with us, Destiny. I'm tremendously sorry that happened to you, and I hope we hear from you again. Yes, sir. Thank you. Y'all have a great day. You do the very same thing, my dear. Uh, June, welcome to Drew Garabo Live. You okay or not okay with signs saying, do not trick or treat here in front of sex offenders' homes on Halloween night? I'm conflicted. It's okay. It's okay. This, it's okay. This is the thing. It's because sex offenders, like you said, they could be for urinating behind a dumpster or behind a tree. But on the same sense, people that have been charged with child abuse, are they allowed to pass out candy? Why is there not a sign in their yard? Because mm. you would... Do you want somebody that has been convicted of child abuse or neglect giving your child candy? Is that safe too? Oh, that's a great point. I'm very opposed to sex offenders. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But there is a level. And the lady that called earlier about the Romeo and Juliet, that's not necessarily true Mm. because I happen to know somebody that spent seven years in prison when he was 21 and the girl was 17 because the parents pressed charges. And he is now a registered sex offender for the rest of his life. Good heavens almighty. Yeah, very few things are black and white. There's always shades of gray. And I, I, I definitely can understand where you'd be conflicted on this one. And that tells me we picked a pretty good topic if there are no absolutes, at least with you. Thank you so much. I appreciate the call and hope, hope you have a great night. All right. 
Hey, listen, I'm a great listener. You guys are amazing. I love your show. Oh, you are a great listener. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Putting herself over. Uh, I mean, the thing is, is that the the you know the police department obviously has to go through the work of bringing up the sex offender registry, finding out all these addresses. It doesn't seem like it would be that much to have to filter out the sex offenders for only violent crimes or only predatory crimes. Like it says that there's over 200 sex offenders in this area, but. I don't know how many of them are would be considered the the less aggressive sex offenses like the the peeing in the park or whatever it may be. Right. I mean there's there's so many different things that can fall under the sex offender umbrella in addition to having sex with an underage kid. That said, probably never a bad idea to to have your kids watch out for sex offenders. Is this Natasha? Yes. Natasha, thank you very much for calling back. I appreciate it. Uh last hour we spoke spoke to Noah Pransky who wrote an incredible article spotlighting what happened to your father, a 62-year-old grandfather-to-be uh, who got caught up in a sting operation, was arrested, and then took his own life after his arrest. I'm terribly sorry that you had to suffer through that, and thank you very much for calling our show. Yeah, um, I, I did call earlier, and then I hung up because like my heart's pounding just talking to you guys, but I get that. This this is all really fresh. Um, this literally just happened. My family and I are still mourning and grieving, and it's just been like a nightmare just dealing with it all. Um, you know, you you put it in an article and you read about it, but you really don't know how it feels unless you go through it. And suicide by itself is just such a tragedy. And losing somebody is such a tragedy. But then all this stuff behind it with the cops is just like even a bigger thing. And it's it's a crazy. My dad is not a pedophile or a predator. I mean, we grew up with him, me and my sister, and all our girlfriends came over. And he was everybody loves my dad. Like he's never he's not a creepy dude. He's not the kind of guy that. He's really respectful. He's a good man, and he has a great name, and he has a lot of people that love him. And he went on an adult site on his birthday, and it's just crazy that the cops that, you know, we, we look to, to them for safety, and instead of them protecting us or actually trying to find these predators, they're making predators out of people who wouldn't initially do something like that. Yeah, I Pushing think— them. Right. And it's just crazy. When we spoke with Noah Pransky, we'd all much rather have the cops use their resources on some of the sites that target or or cater yes. to sex offenders or, or predators like that. Because a guy who's lonely, who goes on a, a, a sex site or an escort site or whatever, he's already vulnerable. He's already not thinking, you know, clearly he's obviously in need of something and, and looking for something. And to prey upon that and kind of manipulate a little bit, look. We're not here to say that that it's right to go meet a 14-year-old girl. We're not here to, to excuse any of that. But the way that you go about setting traps for people should keep guys like your dad maybe out of the crosshairs a little bit. And you really add a personal insight to a story like this where we could just look at it on face value and go, oh, the guy was going to go meet a 14-year-old girl. Screw him. But he's your dad. And you're able to kind of give us some insight on what he was like before all that. Yeah, this is not something he intentionally went to do. And 
it's just crazy how the cops, I mean, if you read a lot, Noah wrote a lot of great articles about a bunch of different scenarios. And, you know, some of the guys were a little younger, and so they're a little more hip with the technology, and they didn't fall for the photos and such. But, you know, it's just one of those things that the cops went to extreme levels to entice these men. And it's just crazy because I also believe they should be hitting the sites that are meant for this. Yep. The sites that are actually being put together for these kind of sick guys. You know, not not grown men that are not that are actually looking for grown women. So it's just it's just mind blowing that my dad got caught in that false yeah. fire and he's already had a really tough break, my father. You know, he's already gone through a lot of things prior to this and he was just getting his life back together. He just got a new truck. And he was feeling good, and just for them to just push him like this, and it was the day of his birthday, a few days before my sister's baby shower of her first baby, our first baby in the family, and he took his life the night of that. And it's just like, you know, you know that he was in a really bad place. Right. To do something like that. No question. John Senning, what do you have for Natasha? Natasha, um, I'm so sorry for your loss. Uh, to kind of talking about where he was in during that period of time, it was you know we'd heard that he's gone through some depression. Had he ever had talked about taking his own life before this happened? I wouldn't say it like that. I would say you know he always felt like he didn't want to get old. Right. You know he's always like you know you know people don't like getting old. But I would just tell you he would not have done this if it wasn't for this. Right. This is this is what triggered him. I mean, he did it. He did it like right after he got out of jail, yeah. and he was in jail for two nights. And when we tried to find him on Friday, the the jail system said he wasn't even in there when in fact he was. So we it took us longer to even get him out because we didn't find out about it until later that next afternoon. Right. And my dad's claustrophobic and he's older and he's sensitive. And it's just like, you got this guy in jail for two nights. Of course he's thinking crazy. Right. And then they pin him with these wild charges, the, the wording they use. And you know, it's scary. Yeah. It's scary, especially if that wasn't what you were trying to do. Right. And he left us a letter, and in his letter he stated that he doesn't want to be labeled as a predator because it is not true. Tragic. And it's just so unfortunate because now that's what the last thing the public is going to remember about him when he means way more to his friends, to our friends growing up, and our family than that. And and it's just the cops need to change the way they do things. Yep. Natasha, listen, what you've done here for your dad is to help at least shine a little light on what kind of guy he was. You know, people just read a news story like this and they make their own assumptions. But what you've done is put a personal tone on it. I think you paid tribute to your dad. And I and I really appreciate you doing so on this show. And, and from the bottom of our hearts, we're terribly sorry for what happened. But I do appreciate our time together here. And I hope we get to hear from you again under better circumstances. Please pass along our condolences to your family. All right. Thank you. Thanks for uh, having me, and you guys have a good night. Yeah, you too. Anytime. Very few absolutes in this world. Thank you. Bye. Very few absolutes in this world. You can look at a story like this and go, oh, guy was going to go meet a 14-year-old girl. Automatic scumbag. Not necessarily. 727-579-1025. Hang tight if you're on the line. We'll get to you on the other side of it. We didn't even come close to touching... What we thought about El, or what I thought about El Camino, the mm. Breaking Bad movie. I watched it last night. Yeah, sorry. 
Really good to see the dad from Malcolm in the Middle get another role, firstly. <laughs> Secondly, Micah watched it and hasn't even seen an episode of Breaking Bad, and I'm here to tell you why you're wrong next on Drew Garabo Live. Safe Touch reminds you that when it comes to keeping your family safe, they are the ones that guarantee you a 45-second response time. That is huge. Their average response time, six seconds and they have a two-way communicator which is so key when it comes to keeping bad guys out of your home recently safe touch unveiled and launched the sky fi wi-fi dang it sky bell wi-fi doorbell you can see who's at your door and interact with them through your smartphone even if you're away from the house or if you're in the house let's say you're in the bathroom I don't know what you're doing in there. Just get out of the shower. Guess what? The delivery driver who's dropping a package off at your door, he doesn't need to know what you're doing in there. You look at your little SkyBell Wi-Fi doorbell app on your phone and you go, hmm, do I want to interact with this guy? Let me activate the video and see who he is. All right, I see him. Push one button. Boop. Hi, go ahead and leave that package at the door, please. Who said that? It's me. I'm watching you. SkyBell can even send you alerts when your visitor has not pressed your doorbell. It can monitor your entry day and night and do so from multiple devices. Works with iOS and Android, so a broad variety of users can take advantage of the increased safety delivered by SkyBell. You want a free one? Call 888-723-8682. Mention promo code TAMPA, and they will hook you up. That's 888-723-8682. Don't forget the promo code TAMPA or go to safetouch.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.